Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Hi, I'm doing stand up. Um, at the Brea Improv in Brea, California, Saturday, August 21st at 7 p.m. And then there's another show at 9.30. And then Sunday, August 22nd at 7 p.m. I will be running um, my special that I'm shooting for Netflix later this month. Um, so, you know, you can see it live. Why won't you date me? The podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could drive me to the beach, throw me <laughs> into the ocean, and say, bitch, figure out how to get home yourself. Today, my guest is a drag queen all the way from Glasgow, Scotland. <laughs> She's the... <laughs> She's the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two. Ah, I'm so excited. It's Lawrence Cheney. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Nicole. Oh my God, this oh. is such a dream come true, you know? Thank you so much for doing this. After watching Drag Race season two UK, I said in the wrong order, whatever. Yeah. I've been like trying to say babes, but like it doesn't really like roll off my tongue very well. You mean like you rock babes? Yes. You rock babes? Yes. Wait, what are you saying? You rock babes? No, you all right babes, but uh, because you yes. say it so quickly, it's you rock babes. You rock babes. You rock babes. Yeah. Yeah, it just See, like, the quicker doesn't... you say it. Okay. You rock babes? That's be- that's better. That's See? better. Okay. <laughs> Wait. So you're from Scotland? Yeah. I yeah. have a question. 
So Scotland is part of the UK. This has been explained to me so many times and it like doesn't take to my brain. (laughs) Yes. So Scotland is a separate country from England. So Uh the UK is formed of uh, Scotland, England, Wales and Northern Ireland. Um, So we're all like one combined uh, superpower, you could say. Well... Ah. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Like in Scotland, we're uh, trying to get independence and stuff like that, which basically just means, or the way I kind of see it, is we have a, a leader up here. You know, we have our own government in Scotland. But, um, you know, what's annoying, especially with lockdowns, is if in England, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, wants to lift lockdown because their cases are lower, that's not maybe the same or the best option for up in Scotland or in Wales ah, or something. So uh-huh. it, it needs to be done, I think. It needs to be like powers need to be handed over to like local governments. I know we're getting very political very I early mean, on. But it's 2021. <laughs> we gotta talk about politics. <laughs> yeah. So okay. In Scotland, what are the boys like there? I want I want a Scottish boy. I want like a like either a Scottish boy or an Irish boy. I just want somebody with like an accent. And no offense, I don't yeah. want anybody English. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, people love um, Scottish people and Irish people, and it's all about the accent. Uh-huh. And because we've got a high frequency of ginger people. And yes. people people really slag off ginger people, I feel, except in the bedroom. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're always very, oh, you know, oh, I'd rather that than be ginger. You know, they always uh-huh. say things like that. But then I don't see you hating when there's a ginger person in the bed, you know? Um, but no, um, dating is is a bizarre thing in Scotland because Scotland's small, you know, it's quite mm-hmm. a small country. So chances are, if I've dated someone, everyone knows who that person is. And then if my friend's broken up with someone, you know who it is, you know, so it's a very mm-hmm. small dating pool, especially in like the gay universe. Oh yeah, I can imagine. It's like the it's Marvel just... universe, but you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a little smaller. Yes. That makes sense. I love a ginger. There's an actor, Damal Gleason. I think I say his yes. name right. Yes. My fucking God, Lawrence. Oh, if I had the chance. Oh, boy. I'd never let him go. Just he's so brrr. fucking hot. Truly. Oh, yeah. my God. He is, he's my, like, number one right now. Yeah, number one on the list. Yeah. Number one on the list. Um, I'm going to, you know, check him off one of these days. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Has dating been... I ask all the Drag Race girls this because I'm just so curious about the experience. Has dating been... Harder or easier since you've been on the television and then fucking won the won the gig, girl. So what what is so bizarre, which I find really weird because I still live in the same flat, you know, the, mm-hmm. the same apartment that I have lived in for the past few years. So before I won Drag Race, when I was still doing local gigs. And, you know, so not much has changed. I still see myself as like the same old Loza, you know. But um, <laughs> what's so weird is people that would, you know, on apps like Grindr, Tinder, mm-hmm. 
people who would never speak to me before because ah. you know plus size so they've got all that kind of mm-hmm. discrimination in the head they're like no don't want the fats don't want that you know and um, uh-huh. suddenly they're like oh do you want to do you want to come over tonight and watch a film i'm like no i don't want to come <laughs> over and watch a film with you and it's difficult because a lot of the time these people are very visually good looking, but mm. I'm so like, I guess there's still that bitter side of me that's like, no, I tapped you on Grinder two years ago and you didn't want me, so I'm not going to let you have it, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love being petty. It's one of my favorite yes. things in the whole wide world. But yeah, it is kind of like a true mind fuck, especially like, so you're like, I don't know if you want me because I'm on TV. Obviously it is because you didn't want me two years ago. And then it's, it's very, it does, it does something to your fucking brain. Well, and I remember, so before I was on Drag Race, I am like, you know, we have a BBC in Scotland. So Mm -hmm. I was like filming some little things for TV here, you know, just very local things, adverts, things like that. So I I was kind of on the rise. So a lot of people did know me. And Mm -hmm. I did a campaign for our like uh, subway system in in, in Glasgow. And, you know, there are posters of me in, in the city. And I remember one time on a date, we were walking around and they said, oh, so what do you do for work? And I was like, <laughs> um, look behind you. you know? And that was so weird because, especially because my real name is Lawrence and mm-hmm. also my drag persona, Lawrence. So when people address you, say a, a man would come up to you in the nightclub or, mm-hmm. you know, on a date, it's hard to know who they're talking to. Are mm. they call you know, if they go... Lawrence Hen, you look beautiful. Are you talking to me? Or are you mm-hmm. talking to the rhinestones, the glamour, the ostrich fit? Like, is that who you're talking mm-hmm. to? Or is it little Laza? You know, like, that's very <laughs> weird. Very difficult to understand. Yeah, that must be so weird. Why did you choose your own name to be your drag name? <sighs> so I always knew from a really young age that I... So I loved acting, I loved, you know, comedy. I loved people like Melissa McCarthy, mm. Don French. I love anyone that can nail like a silly comedic fall <laughs> and all that that very physical humour I mm. love. So I was just aware that I didn't want to cut myself off um, in regards to, you know how some drag queens are named like sexual innuendos, so like penetration yeah. or, or like meth or you, you know when uh-huh. they name themselves something that's you know that would would hinder them being on like good morning america or <laughs> something like that so I, I always knew my goal was like you want to be a superstar you want to be on tv uh-huh. so you can't have a name like that so i just stuck with my my name because I, I was studying acting at the time and i was like fuck it <laughs> who cares <laughs> who cares <laughs> i think that's probably really smart because also it's like once you start getting like acting roles outside of drag yeah. then it's just like oh we don't have to differentiate it's just that's just my stage name and it's uh, a name yeah. that can be used for acting as well i hate people's upset i think it's a very straight media thing you know uh, j- just kind of straight media outlets are so obsessed with drag queens government names <laughs> it drives me crazy you know it's always- it is weird 
it's always Bob the drag queen or, and then it's in brackets. Yeah. And it's like, why do you care? Like, you're not talking yeah. to so-and-so today. You're talking to Bob the drag queen or Lawrence Cheney. You know, uh-huh. it's so weird. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. They also really love to put your age. Yes. And yes. once they figure it out, it's like everywhere. And I tried so hard to keep my age off the internet. <laughs> and it's not even a vanity thing. It's so it's because I've heard casting directors go, they're 32. They're too old to play 25. And you're like, but how they but they look young. Yeah. They, yeah, exactly. Why aren't you looking at the, <laughs> the looks? Yeah. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? This old world we live in. Yeah, I'm <laughs> over it. <laughs> Let's, me and you will go to Mars. How about that? Honestly, we'll to I Mars. would love yeah. to. Like, they discovered UFOs last year, or not discovered, they were like, they're real, they're yeah. here. Beam me the fuck up and take yeah. me out of here. Yeah, beam me up, slutty. <laughs> yeah. I have been trying to have a hot girl summer because I'm vaccinated and I'm ready and I'm fucking horny. Yeah. And I am not doing well, okay? No. <laughs> not doing well. So I was in Tacoma in July last month. So I was like, okay, I'm going to set up a dick appointment. And I'm very excited about this. So I started swiping on Tinder while I was in LA. I, like cha- I paid extra to change my fucking location. <laughs> and then I... I matched with uh, like a bunch of people. I was like, oh my God, she's like really thriving here in Tacoma in LA. (laughs) And I get up there and I messaged this guy and I was like, hey, do you want to meet me in my hotel room? Because I was like, why, why talk? <laughs> like just let's get it done. And he yeah, was like, all in one message. Yeah, get it truly. Done. Yeah. And he was like, I can't believe I, I don't have to do more to get to your hotel room. And I was like, no, I'm very horny. <laughs> Let's do this. And he was like, well, I have to get a babysitter. And I was like, okay, I don't give a shit. Okay, get a babysitter. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then he just stopped messaging me back. I was livid because I was trying to sandwich. I was trying to fuck before my show, have my show, fuck after my show. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I messaged this other guy. And then I was like, well, surely the late night one will come through. And then he stopped messaging me back too. And then... I was like, well, one more. I'll try one more time. And then I was swiping. And this, I was like, so he matched. He messaged me. He was like, how are you doing? And I was like, great. Do you want to come to my hotel room? Yeah. And he was like, he responded with, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, he recognized me. And he's just like trying to confirm that it's me. But I was like, don't match with me. I don't, why are you matching with anybody? Unless you're trying to fuck him. Yeah. But this is a question I have, right? So... Is is Tinder like straight grinder? Nothing is as good as grinder. They tell you by the foot where somebody is. I was gonna say they tell you by the foot, and people are so open. They're like, "Hey, in the park now, trousers around my ankles, come fuck." <laughs> and I appreciate. Listen, I like my friends to be honest, and I like my hookups to be more honest. Yes. So I appreciate the honesty of listen. I'm face down, ass up. Do you want to go for it? I love that, you know? I mean, it's not the same. The straights are not the same. The straights are not the same. Rather, the men who fuck women are not the same. Yes. I can't believe that you got stood up. That is insane. times. I shaved my pussy. I went all the way to a fucking Rite Aid. I bought a razor. I bought condoms. 
Um, the guy at the counter was smiling at me. He was like, I know what's up. And <laughs> he I was, was like, so do fuck. I. He was yeah. ready to fuck. <laughs> I should have just been like, do you want to fuck me in the back? Because <laughs> he was like happy for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sh- it took me a long time to shave my pussy because it had been a minute. <laughs> but man, I was very, very, very fucking angry. There's nothing worse than being like blue balls but like, see what what I would call it in Scotland is we call it being a shite bag. See if you're being a shite bag, it's you you know saying, "Oh, I'll come over," and then they mm-hmm. just go silent. And you know when they they're active or if if it shows that they're green, they're online, but then they don't reply and they go, "Sorry, I fell asleep," and you know in your head you're like. I know you were not asleep. You were just trying to withhold from me. It is so annoying. Which is like, why lie? Just be like, oh, I decided I didn't want to fuck you anymore. That would not hurt my feelings. I would just have an answer. But that's the annoying thing is, see, by them withholding and not saying anything, you then don't arrange another dick appointment because you're like oh maybe they're mm. maybe they're shaving their pussy maybe they're do, you know <laughs> doing whatever they need to do you have no idea but um see if they just said oh listen i've had too much drink or listen mm. oh I'm, I'm need to get up early tomorrow i'm not gonna do it fair enough but yes. oh the lying i can't do it cannot i deal don't with like it, it. It yeah. makes me it makes me so sad. So upset. It makes you unhorny. <laughs> Very unhorny. It does me well, I don't know if anything can actually make me unhorny. <laughs> They've uh, tried. They've tried with you, but no, nothing makes you not horny. <laughs> also, I matched with this guy in um in LA and he was like, Let's go out. And I was like, Okay, well, I'm busy that day. And he was like, Okay, what about this day? And I was like, Okay. And then he just never messaged me and then messaged me like three days later and was like, man, I dropped the ball on this. And I was like, you know, I don't want to go out with anybody who's like not fucking fully excited to go out with me. Yeah. Boy, these streets, it's really tough. L.A. is not what I thought it was going to be after. After we got (laughs) our vaccines, it's still very bad and hard. Do you think... So have you noticed, see, before, have you lived in LA before lockdown, I take it, for, yeah. like, filming? So have you noticed, is it harder to get hookups or dates? Or, you know, is it a lockdown-based thing where people have been isolated for so long that they now, you know, feel very antisocial and don't know what to do mm-hmm. in these situations? Or is it just always that way? Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Like it was, uh, it was, it was easier. It was definitely easier before like our lockdown. Yeah. We've been not locked down since I think May or like April. Yeah. And it just like the people haven't been like, I don't know, hitting me up on the dating apps or anything, but I was in New York for a week and I was like, Oh my God, maybe I should move back to New York. Yes. Everybody's fucking freaky here. <laughs> Like, like people were like half naked in uh, Washington Square Park. I was like, "This is. Are we having an orgy? What the yes. fuck is up? This, these are my people. Yeah, yes. these are my. LA's people. not like this. People are. I don't know. But I went to a gay club last night, and yeah, it's called Precincts Downtown LA, and the gays are back at it. Yeah, the, <laughs> the gays, gays are, are really back at it. Back at it. <laughs> Well, how, how do you feel? You're a, a gay ally as well. You know, you're such a, a, a 
you support so many queer venues, you support mm-hmm. queer people. Um, how do you find being in a gay club? Do you get any action? Do you find people coming <laughs> no. up to you? No. <laughs> no, I don't get any action. I have action. to ask. I have to ask. I was trying to, this one guy, he was so hot. He was like, I love you so much. You're so adorable. Uh, you're very funny. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. Do you fuck ladies? And he was like, I have to go. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> no, you you were sipping your drink and you went, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. that big rock hard dick. Yeah, I mean, the gays. I guess I shouldn't call them the gays. The uh, gays, trademark, <laughs> trademark. Queer people. Yeah, I just think are more fun. They're like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I was wearing this like long mullet that this adorable man named Larry made for me, and a little Sonic T-shirt, and everybody was like. <laughs> I like your Sonic t-shirt. I like your mullet. Your makeup looks pretty. If I wore that to like a straight place, nobody would blink an eye. They'd be like, oh, whatever. I guess she's like wearing a mullet. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Gay people take time to compliment you. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> nice though. It's, I, I don't know. I, I think there's this overwhelming feeling when you go to a gay club. I remember it the first time I went out in drag, even though I looked a mess. There's this mm-hmm. energy of uplifting, which I think yes. is really good. It's it's so nice to see that energy because obviously on the streets, queer people are beaten, abused, chased, mm-hmm. uh, shouted at. So it's so nice that, you know, in queer spaces, that energy's there. And it's also there for people that aren't queer, mm-hmm. that are straight, that are, you know, someone's brought their friends and they're just chilling. I love that energy. Yeah, I love it too. It's very welcoming. Yes. And honestly, that might be why I like being in queer spaces so much because, yeah, I just feel welcomed. I don't feel like an outsider. Uh, I don't feel like I'm not the prettiest person in the room. Or <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, like straight men, I don't want to say just straight men, eh, yeah, straight well, men, straight men yes. have a tendency to like really let you know that what they don't like. <laughs> They'll, yeah. like sometimes you're invisible and you're like, oh my God, you couldn't even like, smile at me like we made eye contact and you can't even just smile (laughs) oh boy Uh, but i guess it's gay to smile can't do that (laughs) (laughs) well i think straight people are so caught up in um it's that like being mean keeps them keen mentality Mm -hmm. that so many straight people have and it's that like if you compliment someone they're just gonna they're gonna feel good whereas if you make them feel like shit it brings their, their self-confidence mm-hmm. down so you can get in. It's just very freaky. It is. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> um, so wait, I have a question. I have a question about drag. You wear a lot of purple. Is purple your signature color? Yes, it is purple. And it matches the color of my knees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me what I was doing last night. But um, Oh, I no, think I know. Yeah, yeah, you've seen the videos. Um, no, I I um, love wearing purple. I think it's a gorgeous colour. And I, the whole reason I wear it is because my gran, uh, my grandmother, when I was younger, b- before she passed away, um, she used to always wear purple, lilac, lavender. Mm-hmm. She'd knit like cardigans for herself that were like purple. And we would call her the wee purple blob. 
You, you know, because she was just this wee short old plump lady uh-huh. who'd like uh, just kind of uh, walk about and you'd see her out the corner of your eye, this like, purple blob <laughs> flash by. Uh, and um, I remember obviously when, when she passed away, I remember feeling like, oh, it's so sad we're not going to see the purple blob anymore mm-hmm. out the corner of your eye. So I just continued to carry on her purple rain and, and you know reclaim it and take it on for myself. She's probably up there thinking, eh, Lawrence, you owe me royalties, son. That's what you owe me. <laughs> That's so fucking cute. I love that so much. I just wear a lot of purple because, I don't know, I think it like looks pretty on me. <laughs> it, is, it is a very pretty colour and it is pretty on you. It is. Thank you. <laughs> um, so on Drag Race... You guys filmed, and then there was a seven-month break, right? It was seven months? Seven whole months. That's crazy, because you're like a different person in seven months. <laughs> yeah. Literally, so much ha- well, so much can happen in seven months. But I think because of lockdown, oh, it was that way where you were a different person. The world was at a standstill. Uh-huh. So it was yeah. it's so bizarre. But I remember getting told, it was after episode four, we came back into the workroom, everyone was fighting with everyone. Ahura was arguing with anyone that breathed. Tace was arguing (laughs) with Veronica. (laughs) Tia and me started arguing. It was crazy. Uh Siren goes off and then basically they say, "Eh, pack all your bags, you're going home. And I was like, this has never happened before. Like, are we going to need to re-audition again? Uh And they were like... We, d- we don't know. It's never happened with us. We, we don't have a clue. So it was it was so bizarre because we'd, you, you know, um, when you go away to Drag Race, you're not allowed your phone, you're not allowed mm-hmm. like contact with the outside world. So when we were hearing about this thing called coronavirus, mm-hmm. I imagine something like World War Z, you know, zombies. <laughs> and, oh my God, I, I didn't even think was. of that. Yes. You like didn't have access to the new, or did you have TVs? Could you... What? So we I we had TVs in our room, but I was too busy slaying the competition to to watch the TV. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just imagine like being sequestered, no phone, nothing to like phone a friend to be like, I saw this on the news. Like, what the fuck is going on? It is insane. Like, I, I just can't believe how... Because, I mean, it doesn't take that long to film an episode of Drag Race. So we filmed four episodes. So it wasn't a long amount of time that we'd been away for. Mm-hmm. It was like a week. And I, I genuinely was like, is my mum alive? Uh, you know, is, is the, uh-huh. the supermarkets, are they open? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so um, I love that my mind immediately goes to food. Oh, if you notice, absolutely. If you notice. Well, I mean, <laughs> when they announced a lockdown, I was like, well, food. That was truly my first thing. I was like, how do we get the food? Will pizza (laughs) come to my house? (laughs) Um, But it it was crazy, crazy. But I'm I'm just so glad that after that seven-month break, we were able to come back. But it was even the the whole uh, idea of going from not gigging, being locked up in your house, to Mm -hmm. having to go straight back into, not even just drag, drag race. Mm -hmm. RuPaul stood in front of you telling you you're going to lip sync. For your life. All Uh all these things, it just blows your mind. Blows your mind. Yeah, what a wild ride. Like, I don't think 
Anybody, very few people have that experience to be like getting the dream, like your full fucking dream, having it interrupted by a global pandemic and then thrown right back into it. And you're like, all right, hope you still have your costumes. Hope you fucking remembered how to do this shit. Well, that's something I I experienced was um, it was about six months into the seven month break. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got told you're coming back this date prepared this 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 is still going ahead blah 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 so i go okay let me try on these outfits let's rhinestone them more let's do something mm-hmm. and then trying to do up that zipper mm. on the dress, and it wouldn't fit so i had to get my friend round, and i was like you need to add in like panels and mm-hmm. then he was like lawrence this isn't a panel thing we need to redo these outfits so we had to redo my outfits for drag race which cost more money it was oh insane God. but that's dedication to the craft of it drag it is dedication yeah. but wow yeah that's like that's i mean drag race is a real fucking investment unless you yeah. sew yourself and have a ton of time yeah because that that's the difficult thing is drag race so many people think it's like chill and you, yeah. have, you know, because it's like I think because the the rumor of filming a movie is oh it takes ages to film a movie and it's mm-hmm. not just the two hours you see in the cinema. Drag Race is completely different. You're like thrown into it. You have to make a dress in three hours and all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I think people really don't understand how much of a pressure cooker it is. Honestly. Yeah, I don't think people understand reality shows at all because when people come on Nailed It, they're like, tee hee hee. And then it's like, oh no, you have to fucking do it. And there's a clock. And they're like, yeah. I, this isn't fun. Yeah. Real quick, we have to take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. 
Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp help.com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And 
oh, we're back. Yeah, people truly don't understand. <laughs> they don't understand it. And then they'll be like, like a, I can't remember who the guest judge was, but they were like, good Lord, you were just on all day because we like watch them cook and I don't like, I don't want them to be like, oh, so like during lulls, she's like boring. <laughs> so I'm like, so you're like a lunatic yes. during these like, like moments of silence. I'm like, ow, ow, ow. and my friend was like, do you, do you like die when you go home? You like have so much energy. And I was like, I do. I pass right away every yeah. day, every time <laughs> I go home. But that's, that's the thing is because I take it you're recorded while they're cooking yeah. as well. So you, you can't just be sat in the background, you know. Shaking your nails. I, mean, I could, but like, <laughs> I'd rather give them, like, over give them shit to edit. Yeah, yes. So, like, they'll just, like, pop in a weird thing that I've done. <laughs> you know, you know, it's just, just try to keep everything fucking silly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you are a very good actor, like, in the acting challenges. Um, oh, wait, was there only one acting challenge on your season? Yeah, the, the no, Beastenders one. There yeah, was, that was yes. fun. That was so, so fun. You want to get more into acting? So it's it's a weird one. I love, um, like, I love your job. So if you mm. could just hand over your job to me, <laughs> that would be fabulous. Um, is there a no, UK nailed it? No, so this is a funny thing I wanted to tell you about. I spoke to Netflix and I was like, so how do you feel about having me as a host of UK Nailed It? And they were like, we already have like an English speaking version with Nicole Byer. And I was like, yeah, but I bring the UK flair. And they were like, no, I don't think so. I think we'll stick with the American one. It was, but I mean, so, they so could do a UK one. Right? Like UK specific things. I, I, I'm on your side. I'm a lobbyist. <laughs> For Lauren's journey to yes. have nailed it. Nailed yes. the UK. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, but I I um I think ever since meeting Rue, uh, RuPaul, mm -hmm. I, I've just become such a, a huge admirer. I was obviously a huge RuPaul fan before, mm -hmm. but seeing him do his thing on set was just so fascinating to me. I loved seeing... Uh, um. You know, just Rue um, prepare before speaking and, and mm -hmm. uh, techniques he used before speaking. He gave great advice to me when we were sat um, doing like table, the, the you know, the where he'd come round the workroom. He'd say, mm -hmm. oh, remember your camera's over there, my camera's there, and, you, know, don't, you know, so don't talk behind you or anything like uh -huh. that. I, and I just had so much respect for someone who knew so much about their craft and did mm -hmm. that. So I'd love to follow in Rue's footsteps of hosting and being funny, you know, like yourself. I love that duality where you could just be a very straight host, like, welcome to mm -hmm. the show. But, you know, you and Rue really mix up and make it so fun and funny. It's it's just a great environment. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, Rue is so funny. Like right? some of the shit that Rue says that doesn't make it onto the show, I'm just like, all of oh, it. man, all that of... was really funny. I know. <laughs> this is the thing, you know. I wish that they were able to air all the, um, you know, on the runway where they're critiquing because mm -hmm. Rue is so. Because you know, obviously on on the judging panel, Rue's the only drag queen who grew up doing drag. Mm -hmm. who, you know. 
really knows a lot about drag for older people, for the new generation, for everything. So Rue gives some really solid advice, some really funny stories as well. Mm -hmm. It's just a really entertaining person. I've I've ne- I've never been surrounded by someone like that before. So that's what just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I love that. Also, I see it for you. I see you becoming an uh, international drag superstar. <laughs> superstar. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's hoping in five years' time or something, here's hoping I can be a guest judge on Nailed It. In the American I version. Mean, I would love it. <laughs> yes. I did. We did have two drag queens last season and because I'd been begging for yes. it. I was like, please give me drag queens. Please. <laughs> and they finally did. And I was so fucking jazzed about yeah. it. It made me so happy. Um, so wait, are you, you're on Grindr. Uh, yes. Yes. What else are you on? Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm on Grinder. I had Tinder, but do you know what happened to me? I don't know if this has happened to you before. I should sue Tinder. But Tinder uh, blocked my account because they thought someone was a, I was a fake account. I was a fake Lonchini. And I was like, listen, anyone that's trying to catfish as me, they need to dream big. You know, they need to really dream big. Get a supermodel as your catfish. Mm-hmm. Not Lawrence Cheney. Like, it's so bizarre. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm blocked on Tinder. But I think that's forever. So I, ne- I need to speak to them. I need to have words with Tinder. Yes, you do. That's so wild. So crazy. But So right now I'm only on Grindr. Only oh, okay. right. what what do you have? What do you have right now? Oh, let's see. Get the let's list pull out. out the phone. Yes. I have Hinge, Bumble, OkCupid, Tinder, this thing called Happen that I haven't been on in a while. <laughs> this other thing called Buster, which is for fat ladies, Raya, <laughs> and then Woo Plus, which is also for fat ladies. And I just, it's all bad. Nothing is yeah. good. I someone someone suggested that Raya to me the uh, Raya Raya uh, Raya yeah um they suggested that to me and they said oh it's better you know because everyone's verified you know it's that Mm-mm. and I literally I heard from one of my friends who has it and they were like no it's it's terrible it's, yeah. I think it's really fucking terrible yeah <laughs> but um I've been like bopping around on oh also I match with I keep matching okay this man is like following me from app to app. We matched on Tinder and I fucked him and it wasn't good. And then we matched on Bumble and then we matched on, uh, well, I guess that was my fault because I swiped right on him. But then um, (laughs) he liked something that I uh, said on Hinge and I was like, we've already done this, sir. And then I matched with another guy that I've already fucked on or he like super liked me on Tinder. And I was like, what is happening i don't want this i want new yeah they keep coming back for more (laughs) i guess so i want to read you this profile i found yes i I was like swiping and i was like these people are nuts so this is patrick (laughs) he's 46 oh he's sexy patrick he's sexy patrick 46 (laughs) Patrick, so he's got a picture of him next to like a lamborghini and his caption says or it's like about me section 
multimillionaire with good and generous heart, looking for someone with a million-dollar smile, very successful finance career, business up 300%, love to travel and get outside, snow ski 50 times per year, <laughs> love to surf in Hawaii. <laughs> is this a job application or a dating profile, Nicole? What is going on? <laughs> I I don't know. It feels very much like a resume, but I also really love that he said snow ski. Yeah. Because if someone said skiing, I'd be like, obviously snow. Yeah. You only said water for clarifying. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just shocked he put his like net worth like that. What, what was it? He put multi-million dollar. Multi-millionaire with a good and generous heart. Very successful finance career. Business up 300%. Oh, that's rich humor. That's rich people humor that. I guess yeah. so. Because yeah. like, how is your business up 300? Like, that's very good. Yeah. Uh, this this man, Robert, I love him. He said, open to hooking up. I'm pretty thirsty. Not going to lie. <laughs> And I swiped right on him because he was like kind of cute. And I was like, well, if you're thirsty, I'm thirsty. And then we didn't match. And I was like, well, I guess you're not thirsty enough. Wow. Wow. He needs to get real desperate real quick. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> Rude. Okay. Here's this other guy. He said, I'm a nice guy, but I'm pretty much a nobody. Here for a bad time, not a short time. And I was like, sir, you need therapy. Yeah. <laughs> So he's a nobody. He's a nobody. And he's uh, here for a bad time, not a short time. <laughs> so he lasts longer than two minutes is what he's saying. I guess so. Yeah. He's like, I last for exactly two, two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, timed. Okay, yes. and this is the last one I'll read you. This is Spencer. He's 29. I'm in recovery. Single father, carpenter, biker. I'm a lot to deal with. Buckle up. And I was like, wow. Okay. Just putting it all out there. Serial killer. Serial yeah. killer. But like, also, you don't have to put that you're in recovery on your dating profile. It's not my business till it's my business. Yeah, wait till know? the third date. You know, yeah, wait till at the least. Yeah. You know, don't unload everything at first. Because it's like. I, I feel like when you tell people something that you think might be a flaw, it t it like taints it. It taints the experience. Yes. Be because you know? if you if you feel it's a flaw, that um, your kind of embodied shame rubs yeah. off on that, and then that person's like, "Well, I think you're ashamed, so I should be yeah. ashamed of that." Right? Okay. It's a weird cycle system. Yeah. It's like I. I've seen on some people's profiles, it's like, uh, fat, sorry about it. And I'm like, don't be sorry about it. Also, just take a picture of your body and then someone yes. can just make make whatever assumption they want to make and whatever. We don't have to announce things that we perceive as flaws. Uh, it just, I want everyone to just like love themselves a little harder. <laughs> I know, yeah, what happened to self-love? You know, this is the thing. I don't. No, um, I can't remember what I posted. It was like something in a bikini and someone's like, you're promoting uh, obesity, da 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 da. And I was unhealthy. like, I am not. Yeah. 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 Because in order to promote something, that means like you're getting paid. Like big fat isn't paying me. Like <laughs> the yeah. fucking food lobby's not paying me to like post pictures of my huge body. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, 
I'm just promoting like be okay in the fucking skin that you're in. That's yeah. all. You know? I I hate this ideal, you know, as a plus size person, I hate when um like I was doing a photo shoot recently and this person said to me, you know, the, the retoucher people that come say, What would you like retouch? What would you and I said, let's start with the skin. Let's start No. Uh-huh. But um you know, they said, and what about the, the silhouette? Is there anything you'd like change there? And I said, no, 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 I'm I'm cool with that. I, I want the lace gone. I want uh-huh. things that are fake. Like, if I spent more money, the wig would look nicer. <laughs> but, you know, um, but like, see, altering bodies, I hate, you, you know, I speak to so many of my friends and something I try and fire home so much is like, stop trying to, you know, this whole... Oh, I'm going to find the perfect angle. I don't care what the perfect angle yeah. is because I would much rather. So, see, you know, people who are listening to us right now, I'm on a Zoom which is angled right at my chin. <laughs> but the truth is, if you can accept me at my chin, double mm-hmm. chin in this Zoom, then you can accept me looking my best, looking the best I've ever looked. Yeah. But also you can accept me on a bad day when I've rolled out of bed, <laughs> hung over like a demon, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm i like for Photoshop and also not for Photoshop. Yes, same I think here. it's like a photographer, when they edit it the way they want it edit, I'm like, that's your vision, that's yeah. your view, that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. And I'll always be upfront if I post like a Photoshop picture of me to be like, this isn't my body. This is a <laughs> fantasy. This is a full-blown fantasy, but this is not, this is not it. I'm yeah. lumpy and bumpy, bitch. <laughs> and then I feel like people get, they feel some type of way about it. They're just like, I thought you loved your body. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, I do. I'm not the photographer and I didn't do this. I like the picture, but I'm telling you it's not me. Yeah, I, People just get really in their feelings about a lot of shit. Yeah, your job isn't, like, imagine you're busy already. Imagine being your own photo editor, your own, all this. It would be insane. Uh-huh. Insane. It's yeah, too much. fully fucking wild. Yeah. And then, this is, like, years ago when I posted this picture where he, like, photoshopped my butt, just a little bouncier, uh, <laughs> and then, like, just took away my stomach, and I was like, surely I couldn't live like this. I would topple over. Like, truly, my, it was like my butt was so big, there was nothing in front to, like, balance me out. So and you just posted, toppled over. Yeah, truly, just, like, <laughs> fall backwards. And I posted the unphotoshopped picture with it, and... People started like tagging him, being like, "Why would you do that to her body?" And I was like, "Guys, no, no." Also, I can take care of my fucking self. I don't need anybody to fight in a comment. Oh also, yeah, t- yeah. Well, <laughs> is this so wild? You're gonna fight with someone in a comment on Instagram? <laughs> it's people as well who think. Um, I, I don't know. I had so many people, especially experiencing. When I won, obviously, some people wanted Bimini to win. Some people, some people also just hate you. Like, like some yeah. people just do not like you. <laughs> and what what I've experienced, uh, and again, Rue gave me the advice: is do not look on the the comments mm-hmm. because people that think posting a comment saying Bimini was robbed or you didn't deserve this or how dare you for the you know what you know whatever it mm-hmm. is, it's like. What does that do? It like yeah. actually does nothing. It does nothing other than tickle you. But like when you hit send or you like like laugh or you're like 
shit, shit. <laughs> or like, got her. <laughs> yeah. And she's going to feel like shit after she reads this. Like, what <laughs> is going on? Well, I, I always think, um, you, you know, when people say, someone posted a, a, a comment on a picture of me and Tia Coffee recently, and they said, oh, the two least uh, good performing drag queens on Drag Race ever. And I, w- I, I literally, in my head, when I read that, I went, I won. Yeah. I, I was like, how do, like, I do feel, like, you, you'll know this as well, Instagram, folk, well, Instagram and Twitter, folk mm-hmm. will just say anything yeah. to trigger a response. Even if you won every episode of a competition, uh-huh. if you went home first, if whatever, they will say anything. Yeah. Crazy. And it's like, why? You would never walk up to someone and say that to their face. No. So like, why Why say it on the internet? Also, it's like, Bimini was robbed. Bimini's doing great. You're doing great. Yeah. Uh, Taste is doing great. Uh, is, everyone's doing really well. Yes. So I think just being on the show, <laughs> you won. Like, everyone yeah. wins in some different aspects. Yes, you have the crown, so you're the actual winner. Okay, <laughs> darling. Uh, but yeah, it just, everybody's like... When people get jobs, you're like, that person shouldn't get it. It's like, what the fuck is that? We're all losing our minds. Yes. Cra- it's crazy. I- and I think um, I- I've never known happiness like lit- like genuinely. I've never known happiness like turning off my phone for an hour. Mm-hmm. That is so amazing. And just going for a walk. And, you yeah. know, st- that's gorgeous. That's lovely. I did that yesterday. So I was like... I am. I'm shooting something that started. This is yeah. Well, this is the end of August. Okay. Yeah. yeah I started shooting. <laughs> I started shooting something <laughs> in the beginning of this month, and I spent like the like some of July just like hiking a little bit, not even to lose weight, just to be like, oh, I have to be on a set for 16 hours. Stamina. That's exhausting. Yeah. yeah just yeah. a little bit of stamina, and I went for a hike yesterday with my dog. And he, we don't hike. Like we're, we like to sit. We're sit. We're two people. We're, we sit. Sitters. We sit yeah. and we eat treats. Okay. <laughs> and we, I went up half of this hill and I was like, oh my god, what if I turn around and just go home? But then there was like somebody moving into the house and I was like, they'll know I gave up. These people were not paying attention to me and yeah. I was like, All right, you gotta keep trucking. Gotta keep trucking. And then I got to like what I thought was the top of the hill and there was more hill and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> And then I just like kept stopping and being like, do you want to look at this, Clyde? And he was like, no, let's keep walking. And I was like, okay. (laughs) It was really awful. I don't know why I brought this up other than I really hate moving. Why did I bring this up? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing that deep, dark secret with us. Thank you so much for allowing me to share. (laughs) On your podcast. Yes, you're welcome. (laughs) My God, I have ADHD and sometimes... It is outstanding what happens in my brain. Yes. I'm just like, I have to tell this story right now. (laughs) It's like, right now, not any other time. (laughs) Wait, are you in lockdown now or no? Uh, No, so I'm, uh, I just have, so I I had Corona recently. So I had, I had COVID two weeks ago and I took three weeks off. So Uh I'm at home in Glasgow and there was me thinking, Oh, this is fabulous. I'm going to, you know, get to chill and see my friends uh-huh. again, go out for dinner. No, I spent two of my three weeks off in isolation with Corona. Boy, oh boy. Was it bad? Did you get it bad or was it okay? I, I didn't get it. But I, I mean, I, I am like 
I feel like anything is bad for me because I mm-hmm. am like... So I feel like I'm always like, oh, pity me, feel sorry for me. But um, no, it was very, very mild. Like I just had like a sore head, um, Mm -hmm. coughing and like lost taste. But luckily for me, I never had it before. Um, You can see that by some of my fashion choices. But um, it's it, it was wild. Like as soon as I had it, I was like, this is no joke. Like. We all need to keep wearing masks. We all need to keep doing what mm-hmm. we need to do because it is no joke and it still exists. So, yeah, um, we got a whole bunch of variants and whatnot. Yeah, the I'm, variants. I'm, I don't mind wearing a mask on a plane. I'll do it for the rest of my life. Yeah. I actually really like it because I usually get sick right after I fly and I've been, you know, touring. So, you're touring again, yes? Touring again, yes. Which is. How has that been? It's that double-sided thing. So it's everything I've ever dreamed of because you get to interact with an audience Mm -hmm. that, you know, as a local queen before, people go, oh, yeah, I'm here to drink, though, so I'm not interested. People that are there want to see Mm -hmm. you. And that is amazing. That The energy is just so amazing. But what is a struggle is, like we were talking about stamina and building that back up, my God, that took some time to build that mm-hmm. back up. It is so... I I am I am someone... I will walk around a stage, just what I will move, <laughs> and I sweat. Uh-huh. Like, I'm pretty sure my taint was like Niagara Falls. <laughs> it was like... It's insane, though, how yeah. much you, you sweat, and that's through the, the lights on stage, that's mm-hmm. through a wee bit of nerves, that's through being in drag, It's all, all that stuff. But it's a weird mix, and you would never think, this is what I want to do, stand uh-huh. on stage and sweat and tell people <laughs> jokes as they get even more drunk. Uh-huh. But it's it's fabulous. How have you found it? Um, I've been having fun, slowly and surely, because yeah. I did like my first weekend back, I did six shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Cleveland. And uh, the, after the first show, I like sat down. I was like, I, I got it. I want to die. Yeah. I, like I don't, yeah, I, don't I barely like. move on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I barely move. But like after like 15 minutes, I was like a little winded. I was like, boy, oh boy. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. (laughs) And I was like, it was hard to have fun because I was like, please don't die. (laughs) But like now I'm like, I've had three weekends back, four weekends back. So I'm like back in the groove of things. Yeah. Uh, I feel better. Still getting real sweaty though. But like, I feel a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. When they like, sometimes I'm like, are these the right lights? Why did you buy these lights? These are the hottest lights on the fucking planet. What are we all doing? It's when you feel the sweat like up in the the brow and then it drips onto your fake uh, lashes. Right into your eye and you're like, okay, this is bad. Crying. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, this is not okay. I, oh boy. Yeah. How did you get into drag? Um, it's weird because so many people have asked me. I, I'm actually in the process of uh, finishing off my book, uh, which is called Lawrence Cheney, Drag Queen of Scots. Um, I love it. Because that Mary Queen of Scots only uh-huh. didn't get my head chopped off. I get off. it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, what's so fun about it is you get to recall these memories and it's, it's mm-hmm. really, really fun. And 
it's it's weird because so many people say, when did you start drag? And so many people see being in the entertainment industry, doing something like drag, as like you just walk down to the job centre or you mm-hmm. you find an application, you write it. I would like it, to be a drag queen, you, thank yes, you so much. I, yes, I start on Monday. <laughs> it, is, it is not that. And it, it basically started by, I, I would play around with makeup. You know, it started with my mother's makeup, my sister's makeup. Mm-hmm. And then... That, you know, when I was playing around with it, I was like, this isn't, this is too sheer. It's not thick enough. So uh-huh. I moved on to like, don't listen, everyone at home, don't shoot me. But I, I moved on to like acrylic paint <gasps> I used to use because I love painting on canvas. Uh-huh. And I thought, drag is like painting, right? You, you know, painting your face. Doesn't, wouldn't an acrylic crack on your skin? That's that's what I discovered though because I would layer it on so thick that it, uh, so if I went it would look gorgeous like this and then you know as soon as you go <laughs> and laugh you get uh-huh. smile lines completely yeah. but that, that's how it started was I, I just saw drag makeup like a painting mm-hmm. you know like your very own Mona Lisa only I smile sometimes so uh, it just kind of progressed from there I learned you know what is the good makeup to buy what isn't and I just slowly practiced and I found out uh, this back in 2014 that Jinx Monsoon was coming to Glasgow mm-hmm. and I was like an American drag queen in Glasgow. This is amazing. I've never heard of this. It was just when I was 18 and I dressed up as Little Edie, who Jinx mm-hmm. did on Snatch Game. And and it was just amazing. And, and Jinx was so supportive. And again, like we were talking about earlier, that environment that a queer space fills you with that energy is just so beautiful. I will like never forget and what I've learned from writing about it I can't describe that I can't describe that amazing energy that a queer space gives you even when you look a wee bit shit even when you're a bit even when you're a bit down in the dumps as well you know there's something there's that energy of family that is just so gorgeous in a queer space um and I've stuck at it ever since you know I'd start doing looks and then I started performing it was just very natural I got into it yeah I mean I've said it before on the podcast but like uh, I feel like getting into drag is very much like getting into stand-up where you just kind of like you're like oh I can try this yeah oh let me go to an open mic okay that went pretty well oh I bombed that one well yeah eh, let me just try it again yeah yeah until you're just like oh now I tour and tell jokes yeah I remember, it's funny, I did uh, I did a documentary in 2018, uh, you know, that followed drag. And I said, I don't want to just be stuck in like one little bar doing my lip syncing or whatever. So I went and did an open mic night at a stand-up club in Glasgow. And they're so similar. Drag uh-huh. and stand-up are so similar that like, okay, this went well, this went well. Then the next night you go, you go, oh, that was shite. That was uh-huh. bad. But in your mind, you would have thought the first night would have been the worst. But that's not the case. It's peaks no. and troughs. And, yeah. You know? I feel like the first night goes well yeah. because you're excited because you're like, ooh, this is new. This yeah. is a new thing I'm going to say out loud and you guys are going to think it's funny. And then the second time you go, yeah, you guys thought it was funny and I'm going to say it again. And then you don't have the same inflection and everything is a little yeah. off. And then you say it again. They're like, no. And you're like, Ugh. Okay. Yeah. 
We gotta regroup and figure this the fuck out. <laughs> Literally. Oh, wait, Lawrence, real quick, we have to take another break. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. And we're back. <laughs> we're back again. We're back, back, back again. <laughs> uh, um, fuck, what was I going to ask you? Oh, I wanted to go back to dating. Do you, so you're single right now. Yes, single like a Pringle. Yes. <laughs> Do you have like, like what's your ultimate thunk? to say when it comes to being in like do you want to be in a relationship or no i i would love to be in a relationship but what i've learned from dating is that other people aren't ready to be in a relationship mm, yeah is that mm-hmm. very it sounds terribly selfish but it's it's so true where it's like well i'm ready but you guys haven't caught up with it yet you guys haven't caught up <laughs> And the truth is, you know, I'm 24, so a lot of other 24-year-olds... You're so young! Thank you very much. My Um, God, 24! But so many people are just so interested in hookups and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that is is fine. But there's so much... um, I I feel politics in dating a little bit, where Mm -hmm. it's like, um, you know, if you go on a date with someone... Uh, then they'll go on a date with someone else and then it's that whole grey area of when are you exclusive, when is this a thing? Because I'm very, like, all or nothing. I'm like, I will either put all my energy into this and we will make it work or I'm not this, you know, people who are like, I'm chill, I go with the flow, (laughs) I'm not one of those people. I need to know what I'm doing. I need to know what you're doing and who you're doing. You, you know, it's, I, I'm very much like that. I agree. I'm also not chill. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty all or nothing, specifically because, like, that's just who I am as a person. So, like, when I decided to do comedy, I was like, I'm only doing comedy. This is, like, yeah. my laser focus. I do shows five nights a week. I'm going to get as funny as I can fucking be. Uh, I go, you know, to my job. I give it 100%. So it's like, in a relationship, I'm like, wait. You don't want to give 100? Like, what is... You're going to fucking give 50, 20, 30 to different fucking people? Aren't you tired? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand how people in their brain dissect things like that. How they divvy up. I'm going to do this, but only at this percentage. Mm -hmm. I'm like, there is one brain. 
I will put that towards this or that. Mm-hmm. that that's how I see it. Um, I had an experience actually just before going away to do Drag Race and I dated this guy and he was, he didn't get my like all or nothing thing. And mm-hmm. I remember it would be j- just before we'd scheduled a date, you know, meet me at five at the TGI Fridays or whatever. And it was um, <laughs> for drinks. They do a lovely purple rain drink. And even before Drag Race, I was ready for it. And um, I love that you just said, meet me at TGI Fridays. <laughs> so casually and then you were like hey, let me backtrack they have good drinks yeah. <laughs> but um no it's it's so funny but the guy was like uh, you know he, st- he started being a wee bit weird and I said mm-hmm. oh what's what's up have, have I done something are you all right I said well I, I just hooked up with someone and I don't think you're gonna be okay with that and I was like well I'm not okay with you bringing it up yeah like two minutes before the date and then I would be like so are you coming to the date? And he was like, no, I'm not. And then, so it was this kind of him acting hot and cold. And because mm-hmm. in this this particular moment before Drag Race, I felt really down in the dumps, really depressed, honestly. I remember I just let him use me like that. I remember there was one time he said, oh, I, I, I want to see you tomorrow. Let's do something tomorrow. And I had a gig the next day, but at night time. And I said, so we'll do something during the day. Text him. He opened it, read and then never got back to me. And he came to my show that night with a guy on a date. No. Because we're in the the job where people can bring people on dates and it's fun and it's that. And I couldn't believe the nerve. As Taste would say, the cheek, the nerve, the The audacity, the the gall and the gumption. The nerve, all of it. I I just couldn't believe it. That is like an abusive fucking person who like really wanted to hurt your feelings. Because what on earth, like, who does that? Who's going to bring a date to the show of the other person you're seeing? To rub it in your face. Yeah, that is so fucking nasty. I'm so sorry that happened. Fuck that person. We hate them. I wish them <laughs> nothing but badness. Uh, uh, Fuck I spit em. on them. <laughs> yeah. But the, the funny story is the day after that show, I, I felt so down in the dumps. I was crying to my flatmate. I was like, nobody mm-hmm. loves me. I got a text. Hello, Hi, this is the Drag Race team. Can we give you a call today? And Aww. that day I got cast on Drag Race. So that all happened for a reason in my head and it's helped me on a more positive mental health mm-hmm. journey. So, amen, amen. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> I was like, a, not really down in the dumps, a little bit. It was like a couple of weeks ago. I was at my friend's house and we were drinking and it was like rather late and then we were talking about, I was talking to my friend Gilly about how uh, we keep just hanging out and going to drag shows and we're like, we're not going <laughs> to find men at drag shows who want to fuck us and we need to go to like a straight place and i was like okay and i was like i'm horny and then i like one little tear fell down my face and i went for love and then i couldn't stop laughing because i was like this is so vulnerable and like real i'm horny for love i just like want to come home to a person who's like did you have a nice day? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, yes. <laughs> I, I'm someone, I don't know about you, but I love that idea of, um, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm 
not a, a woman, but I love that idea of a man taking care of you. I love that. But I also like my own independence and I don't like people getting in my space and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I, I just think I'm a very weird case of a person. I don't think you're weird. I think uh, more like I, I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but I'm like that. Like I want someone in my house, but I want them to have like their own room and like their yes. own office, like their yes. own space. Yeah, but like we come together at night, or sometimes we don't. Yes. If I have to wake up early, you go sleep in the other room. If uh, you have to wake up early, don't fucking wake me up. You go somewhere else. <laughs> you know exactly, exactly. Oh boy, Lawrence, this has been delightful, and I could talk to you for like I don't know hours, hours yeah. and hours and hours. You're truly. I want to come to Scotland. Well, I'm let me coming, come visit you. <laughs> I'm coming to LA in October, so hopefully I'll see you about there. Yes, yes, please. Like, um, yeah, I'll give you my number and just text me when you're in town. Yeah. I honestly, you're a fucking delight. I love you. You're a delight. Oh, babe. Thank you. Wait, I have a question. Do you have any straight male or not even straight? I I keep saying straight. I don't mind if they're bi or whatever. I don't care. I don't I don't give a shit how you identify. (laughs) I don't don't care. Cause I people keep trying to be like, you're bi, right? And I'm like, no. I am a person who loves people. people. I'm Samantha yes. from Sex in the City, where yes. I'm just like, I will do anything I want. Um, or whoever you, you want. Do, yeah, whoever I want. But yeah. like, I do want like a ginger. Do you know any like gingers who fuck ladies in Scotland who uh, I can have a long distance relationship with and then come visit and then uh, fuck them? <laughs> <laughs> I do, but they're too busy fucking me, so hands off. Oh, <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Wait, what? Okay, should I come to... I want to... I think I want to go to Scotland. What yes. is... I love how I'm trying to wrap this up, and I'm like, I have. I want to know more. <laughs> but, like, what? like, what is there to do? What should I do? So the nightlife in Scotland's really fun. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of history in Scotland as well. So if you like, um, like museums, if you like walks uh, where you can see lots of stunning architecture and castles, uh-huh. places like Edinburgh are really good for that. Glasgow's really good for it. Um, definitely would recommend a city in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Do not go to like Beyonce stayed in like Loch Lomond, which is in the middle of nowhere. Mm. I love her. I love Beyonce, but I don't have a fucking clue why she would want to be in the middle of nowhere. But um, so don't do that. Definitely a city. Okay, stay in a city. And I'll be your tour guide, all right? I'll be your tour guide. Is your, like, I had a Scottish trainer named Ben who I miss. I think he's back in Scotland. But he said that your, like, national animal is a unicorn. What? Was he lying to me? I've never heard about that before. Our national flower is the thistle, the purple thistle. So wait, there's nothing about unicorns in Scotland? This is so funny. You said this to me like, I don't know, five, six years ago, and I've never said it out loud to anybody. (laughs) I think you were lying to me. I think he was lying to you. I've checked Google, and apparently the unicorn is the official national animal of Scotland. Yes, okay, I'm not crazy. Mars, thank you. Is that right? For a hot second, I was like, I feel insane that I just said that out loud. And you were like, uh, no. <laughs> I, I love that I'm the Scotsman and I'm wrong. That is a unicorn. Yeah, a unicorn apparently is your national animal. 
Well, I hate to break it to you, but they don't exist. But I know, all, all which for is really it. funny. <laughs> oh wait, Lawrence, before we wrap it up, um, I always ask this: Would you date me? Absolutely. We're two peas in a pod. We really are. Like, <laughs> I really like you. I really like you. What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> oh my god, hanging out with you, bitch. Yeah. Get on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. This has been another episode of Oh, I Won't You Date Me. Um, you can rate it. It's as if I've never recorded this podcast before. Yeah. Uh, on Apple Apple Podcasts. Uh, also, it's on like Spotify and shit. I don't know. Oh, wait. And I have a merch store. <laughs> it's truly as if I have never, ever wrapped up this podcast before. <laughs> I have a merch store. It is podswag.com slash date me. So you can buy a bunch of shit with my face on it. And if you write me something nasty, um, I will uh, read it out loud. So this person, I have two today. Nicole, my man wants to cream by you and felt you at the same time. I don't know what felching means, but it seems bad. That, I don't even know what those words mean. <laughs> Me either. Okay, here's another one. Okay, we're at the Addison Improv, which is a comedy club, and you've just done back-to-back shows, and it's time for the meet and greet. And OBGN, OBGN, wait, OBGYN table complete with stirrups is wheeled out, and you jump on it because you just got a standing O, and it's not, and it's, and now it's time for you for a laying down O. Each of oh my god! Each of your adoring fans are eagerly eagerly waiting uh, their turn to meet and greet that pussy. After we all take our turns lapping that pussy up, we just leave. That's it. That that's the end. Honestly, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. That sounds like that sounds like Harry Potter <laughs> fan fiction or something. Yes, I mean, I that what a wild fantasy that I finish a show, they wheel out a gurney with stirrups. I get in it, and then each person, like, what, like, licks my pussy for, like, a hot second? Takes And then they, like, they just leave? (laughs) Honestly, I feel like that's a way you could get corona. I know you can't, but, like, I feel like I would get corona after 200 people licked my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Sanitize everyone. I would just become corona. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. Lawrence, I love you. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? 
Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.